This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Check out the Southtown Hyundai Advantage at SouthtownHyundai.ca. It is time for Radio Shark Tank. This is where Lisa and I will both pitch you business ideas. You get to play the role of the shark and let us know who you'd rather invest with with your fake money. Hey, sharks. I'm Lisa Evans. I'm curious if you've ever pulled off a hangnail or fingernail, but there wasn't a garbage nearby. And you aren't a garbage person that just throws it on the floor for someone else to cut their foot on. This is a problem that we think is getting out of hand. You've Mm -hmm. heard of a handbag, but now we want to introduce to you the nail bag. This cutting edge invention is a cute little clip-on bag that you can safely store all of your fingernails in. You can empty it as soon as you get near a garbage bin, and it comes in an array of colors. It's also a matte bag, so no one can see the articles inside. We think we've hit the nail on the head with this one. So what do you say, sharks? Are you ready to safely discard your Cheeto-filled nails into the nail bag? Invest with us today. Also great for if you got something stuck in your teeth. Loads of toothpicks close by. No, we don't use fingernails as toothpicks, Ryder. That's disgusting. You may not. Hello, Sharks. I'm Ryder, the CEO and founder of The Silent Partner. You may have heard of adult dolls that people are using for naughty things. I guess you could say we're the classier and more essential version of that. Have you recently lost an argument with your special someone that you'd like to take another run at? Set up your silent partner and yell at that doll until you're all out of things to say. They're unable to respond with sass and will simply nod their head yes every time you raise your voice. It's not just for arguments, though. Cuddle up with your silent partner on the couch and watch your favorite show without them asking dumb questions during it. Or asking you to get them a drink during the most intense of scenes because they're thirsty. We know you'd like to go for a long drive with your partner and not have them tell you all the things you're doing wrong while driving. Leave your real lover at home and take silent partner out for a rip. Another advantage of silent partner? They don't have in-laws. So what do you say? Are you ready for some silence? (laughs) Okay. So you as a listener, you are the sharks. You're the multimillionaires, potentially billionaires. Mm -hmm. Who are are you going to invest your money with? The nail bag? Or the silent partner. Men pretending to be wealthy is a really big thing in pop culture right now. Mm, But there's also women. That new Netflix show, Discovering Anna, she convinced people that she was rich and she was just taking money from people yeah and that tinder swindler yes which by the way always makes me think of the british actress tilda swinton (laughs) (laughs) every time people talk about the tinder swindler i'm like yeah she was in narnia i remember her but no it is about a guy who dated a bunch of women at the same time pretended he was rich that he owned a private jet that his family came from a really rich jewelry company mm-hmm. or a diamond company and he was full of it he had no money at all i i need twenty five thousand dollars and these women who had only been dating him for a couple weeks were like okay they're just like taking out credit cards to just give him more money 
to get him out of the funk. Yeah, it's a really wild show. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it a go. But So there's that. And then Joe Millionaire is uh, one of the most popular reality TV shows right now where there are two guys, one from wealth, one who isn't, and the women don't know who's who as they're like falling in love with one or the other. So there's another guy who's kind of pretending he has lots of money. Yeah. But he doesn't. Like, so I wanted to see if this has ever happened to any of our listeners. You're not convinced it's a real life issue. I think it's a few and far between. I don't know if we'll have anybody reach out to us and say, oh, yeah, I dated someone that pretended to be someone they weren't. Well, maybe not full out like someone they weren't, but like pretended that they were pretty well off. And then you find out like how much debt they're in Mm. like that. That's tricky stuff because you don't really get to like see someone's bank account. You could be, you know, three, four years into a relationship and you still just trust what they're telling you about their finances. Let's prove Lisa wrong. Have you ever dated somebody that was like lying about their finances to mm-hmm. you? Or their life in general. So Lindsay just wrote in saying, I'm sorry, I don't feel sorry for any of these women that are on the Tinder swindler at all. If a guy asked me for $25,000, that's a huge red flag and I'd be out. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. My enemies are after me. I need 25 k I'd be like, good luck with that. Yeah, you can't just like come out of the gate on date one saying that though. Like this guy was doing work to set up these lies. I I did feel very bad for the women in that show. Joel wrote in saying, I had the opposite problem. My ex pretended he was broke all the time, but he was secretly hoarding a hefty sum. Okay, here come all of the stories. Um, Amanda wrote in, I started talking to a guy online. He claimed he had all these houses around the world, had a private jet, was going on all these trips around the world and was really good friends with Seth Rogen. We never actually met up as he was very upset. I kept bringing up the fact that this all sounded too good to be true. Signed, Amanda from Sylvan Lake. Okay, kind of believable just because Seth Rogen's Canadian. Yeah. I wonder. Like if you were to pick a celebrity, you should probably go with maybe a local one. <laughs> okay, so let's start another rumor that I'm besties with Connor McDavid. Okay, just pass that around just to everybody you know. I told you we were going to get legit stories of this. I didn't think it was going to happen, but here we are. So many fake accounts, fake names, fake jobs. Mm -hmm. Now, this text uh, wants to remain anonymous, and it's giving me serious Tinder swindler vibes. Really? It says, I met a guy online. He pretended that his dad worked for CCSIS, and he did a background check on me, but he couldn't provide me with any of the information about myself. He pretended that he raced Audis. He lied about being an MMA fighter in Japan. He had some weird scars on his body and told me it was from being shot in Japan when he was trying to protect a woman from getting assaulted. He made me think that he was this well-traveled person who had lived in Europe. He told me he was single, but he was actually married. I had my suspicions, so I ended it. It was only a couple of weeks. Turned out my suspicions were right, and he was not even employed by a legal organization, if you know what I'm saying. Turns out that he's now engaged to a girl I met last year. And that he has turned his life around. Okay, well, good. Let's hope that's the case. I wonder if you get twisted up with lies. Like if you tell one, all of a sudden you need another one to cover up the first lie. Yeah, I think that pathological liars are very fascinating. Like, do you get a thrill? Well, they start to believe their own lies. I've I've always thought I was kind of a ladies' man. Right. And then you keep telling yourself year after year. I don't know if that's the same thing. But I, it's I am as, lying to myself. No, <laughs> you're manifesting. There's a difference. Okay. <laughs> this one here says I was at a swimming pool and a guy came up to me and asked for my number. For the next two weeks, we hung out every day. I dropped him off at his parents' house, went out for dinner, walked around, didn't think anything of it. At the two week mark, I got a call 
And they said, is this a personal or a work number? I said, it's my personal number. Turns out it was his wife saying, please leave my husband alone. This text here to 780-784-7107 says, I had $20,000 stolen from me through Forex by a friend. We had a lot of friends in common. Through him and I, we had never met prior to this. I knew his brother. We ran in the same circles. I was going through a horrible divorce at the time. I was broke, broke. He said he could make me some money through investments. I took out loans from my family to start this process. He even convinced me to try and sell my car. He had a gambling addiction in the markets. He had stolen my money from me and many other women, uh, just shy of $300,000. I took him to court, but I never saw my money back. Definitely a Tinder swindler. That is brutal. Uh, You got a story for us, Janelle Fireway. I called my mom the day I met him. I'm like, I met the guy that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. He seemed like the most perfect man in the entire world. And then, uh, yeah, I found out. I couldn't get a hold of him for like a week. He was on days off and uh, he lived in So I asked my friend, I was like, do you know this guy? And he sent me pictures of his wedding. (laughs) I was like, what? Like I was already pregnant with his child. So uh, that's how I found out. Then I confronted him about it. So he wasn't like married and then divorced. He was still married? Yeah, but that's what he he told me when I confronted him that they were old pictures <laughs> and that they were separated. And he didn't want to tell me that he was in the middle of a separation because he didn't think that I would give him a chance. But that ended up not true as well? Yeah, so I stayed with him. And then a month later, um, I found his wife on Facebook and I messaged her everything. And uh, yeah, it turns out they've never broken up. And one of the children that he has with her, he had while we were together. What? Whoa. How did he think this was going to work out? I have no idea. Guy was just making it up as he went. So you have a child with this man. Has he ever met the kid? No, never. He actually, we we never spoke or anything. Um, Pretty much like the whole time. He found me on Facebook a year ago, last summer, and asked if he could meet him. And I, I never replied, and I actually brought it up to my son last week, and he said he doesn't want to be him. Aww. I'm, I'm usually all for dads being part of their life, even with crazy histories being part of their kids' yeah. lives. But somebody that's willing to do that, you just don't know how stable of a yeah. a person that we would be in your kid's life. your kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's been in and out of jail and stuff, too. He's just... What a wild ride. Yeah, I thought we'd get, like, maybe one story, but our text line is just being flooded with people who have been scammed by people that were pretending to be a lovely human. It's really sad, and it's a good reminder to look out for those red flags. Protect yourself. Protect yourself, please. This text here wants to remain anonymous, saying, I was scammed. I would give gift cards, Bitcoin, approximately $100,000. I would mail gifts to the USA. This person I was talking to on Twitter was pretending to be a celebrity that I really adored my entire life. Yeah, I knew nothing about scams. A celebrity that's talking to you out of nowhere and then asks you for stuff. Red flag. A lot of stuff that we're learning today. A lot of stuff. We are joined by Jennifer from Discover Coding. Tell us about what you guys do. My partner and I started Discover Coding out of the University of Alberta. We just started volunteering in schools to teach kids the superpower of coding. We discovered 
So many kids just love using and consuming technology, but they also love learning to code and create their own video games, stories, and music. And so with technology becoming so advanced, it's almost magic. But it's not magic, it's just science. And uh, we're we here to demystify it by teaching how code works or how a website's created or taking apart a computer and building it up back again. And you have some exciting things coming up. Yes, we're actually starting our in-person coding classes uh, this March. So at kids ages 5 to 14 can go through our level programming and use coding languages to create their video games and projects. And they'll learn computer science concepts, strengthen their creative thinking and problem-solving skills. And they also get to tinker with like hands-on robotics and STEM toys to learn about circuitry or how a computer works. And then teachers' conventions coming up. So if you have a kid who loves Minecraft or Roblox, we have day camps to teach them coding and designing games to their favorite game. We have those camps over spring break as well. Perfect. So if people are listening right now and they want to find out more information on this, where can they find you, Jennifer? Yeah, they can come to our website at discovercoding.ca Lighter and Lisa Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai Play 103.7